Hey everybody, Cal and Dan here. Got a really, really fun chat with uh, Matt Janella uh, from Don Patrol Productions. Uh, let's see, uh, man, we really hit on some great stuff there. We got uh, we got Rams Hill, uh, Rams Hill Golf Course. Uh, he does, and we we may or may not get a presidential impersonation on this one. <laughs> just, 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 just saying. Uh, we dig into a little bit about the about his ties and uh, to Link Soul, so that's uh, that's pretty cool. You get mm-hmm. to check out uh, check out Matt's new uh, Matt's new office. It's right above um, that is right above uh, Link Soul's corporate office, I believe he said. So we got to hear uh, what it's like to play golf with Phil off camera. Yeah, and, and and it may be exactly what you're thinking. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I hope uh, I hope you enjoy it, man. And uh, we're looking forward to having Matt back on the show uh, to do a blind tasting. So uh, yeah, without further ado, cheers. Cheers. Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription. Trust me. Mm. If you don't, you will fall out of bounds. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon. Sit down and have a sip. Welcome back, everybody, to the Birdies and Bourbon show. Um, Matt, I wish we would have met on the golf course, but uh, we'll, we'll take virtual for now, I guess. So uh, excited to have Matt Janella on, uh, formerly of the Golf Channel. I'm sure we'll uh, we'll go down that road in a bit. But uh, where are we finding you at today, my friend? I'm, I'm in Oceanside, California here, where I'm... Um just down the street from Goat Hill Park, right above the Link Soul offices. Just so happened that uh, we're launching our new production company or the website, uh, Don Patrol Productions, the name of the company. The 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 website is going to be the firepitcollective.com. And it's going to be, that's going to be kind of the whole hub of all of our content. So, uh, you know, storytelling that's coming out via podcasts and, um, and, you know, obviously digital and social and, and all this stuff that we're going to be doing is all going to be in the fire, fire, fire pit collective.com. So the offices above link soul were available here in Oceanside. So it just is actually worked out perfectly. Nice. Yeah. Awesome, man. Yeah, cool. And uh, we definitely uh, listened to uh, listen to some of the fire pit podcasts. So, uh, so some good stuff uh, and, and really good interviews. Hopefully we'll get, uh, we'll get a few stories out of you before, uh, before we jump <laughs> off. But um, so, you know, one question I do have um, and, and I know uh, you and, and Mr. Ashworth um, you know, definitely seen uh, or heard him on, uh, on some of your chats, can you share a little about your affiliation with Link Soul and what that relationship is? Yeah, so I mean, going back to uh, being a kid, growing up at Oakmont Golf Course in Santa Rosa, California, um, I, I wore Ashworth. I, I loved, I loved those sh- golf shirts. I loved Fred Couples. I loved Ernie Els. I loved, you know, that was my time. And um, and I don't I even I you know, subconsciously didn't know John Ashworth was revolutionizing golf fashion. Uh, but you think about it uh, just as a kid, I, I waited for those shirts, every season of shirts to come out. I knew when they would arrive. I told the pros, you know, let me know. And, you know, I, I wore them. I didn't, I didn't dry them. I would hang dry. I, I, you know, it was, it was a real thing for me. I, I was in love with the brand, without even knowing what a brand meant back then, you know, it was just kind sure. of a thing. And, um, and then I go on, I, I went on to work at sports illustrated and then worked at golf digest and golf world magazines. And I, it was early on in my time at golf world 
in golf digest where I got an invite to come play. Hey, you know, my, one of my bosses said, you want to go play, you know? Yeah, sure. We're going to, who, who we got oh, John Ashworth and uh, another guy named Greg. I said, John Ashworth, <laughs> John Ashworth is playing. I'm playing golf with John Ashworth today. I was like, wait, the guy like that started. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm a, I, and I, you know, I've had, opportunities to be around a lot of famous, you know, athletes and people sure. and other, and I, and I don't, I'm not easily, easily starstruck, but for me, John Ashworth, because of, you know, what I, as a kid, what that meant to me, I couldn't believe it. And then he showed up nicest guy you've, you'll ever meet, asked more questions of me than I could have of him. You know, it just uh, had a great swing. Great. You know, I was like, wow. It, you know, I couldn't believe I got to meet him. And then he was nicer than you could have ever expected. And we, we maintained a friendship from that point forward. And, and at that time he was, had Fidra. So he went from Ashworth to Fidra and now to link soul. And he started link soul right at the time I started at morning drive in, uh, for the golf channel. And I remember he said, Hey, you know, Hey, uh, you want to wear our stuff, you know? And I was like, yeah, great. Please. Oh my God. You know, link soul. Well, at that time, his line, he only had four golf shirts, you know, like his line was, he just was, and I was like, uh, Ashy, you know, I kind of need, you know, I'm on like every day. I need to, (laughs) I can't just wear these, you know, he had a pretty simple line and, uh, he goes, no more coming. There's more coming. And, uh, and now it's a full blown lifestyle brand in which I essentially wear it every day, all day on course, off course, you know, it's just, I, 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 and now I've become so clean. He's like a big brother to me. He's, mm. you know, we call him Uncle Ashy because he's just a great, he's an uncle figure to my kids now. He's, his wife is great friends with my wife. It's just a, I just, he walks the walk. You know, there's so many people in this industry who do a lot of talking, but not a lot of impacting uh, of the actual essence and the soul of the game. And, sure. um, but he's not one of those guys. He, he, you know, he's, if you've ever been out to go to Hill park, you've, you know, you'll see him with a shovel, with a rake in the tractors, in the, he is immersed in the bloodstream of, of, of certainly his community and how the game impacts his community. And he, he's, uh, he's made a big difference, not only to Oceanside and go Hill park, but to all of us who, you know, are, are, are sort of uh, true to, to to soulful brands. His is his is the leader, in my opinion. Hmm. Yeah. So so you bring up Goat Hill Park. Thanks uh, thanks for segueing us there. I, I appreciate that. But uh, but obviously, you know, if you follow Matt on any of his socials, uh, or if you followed him, you know, on the Golf Channel and your travels and and thereabouts, I guess uh, what uh, I don't know how many years ago, but maybe double digits. But Goat Hill was going to be. Um, uh, closing down and they were going to kind of, uh, it was going to become a uh, home sites, et cetera. Right. And, and I think you were pretty vital in, uh, uh, in, in, you know, making a voice for, you know, Hey, we can't, you know, we can't lose this piece of real estate. That is Goat Hill park, the golf course. I haven't had a chance to play it, but, uh, you know, definitely looking forward. You want to share that story a bit? Yeah. Just say again, it's, 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 you know, I, I don't deserve any credit whatsoever. It really was, it really was John, you know, he knew that this golf course that he grew up playing um, had fallen in disrepair. And, you know, he was tracking. I remember the first time I played, it was a hundred hole hike. He had invited me out. I was still at golf digest at the time. So it was 2011, 2012. And um, 
he invited me out and said, Hey, let's do this hundred hole hike. Try to bring some awareness to this golf course that it was, you know, it was in bad, bad shape. Um, but you know, had good bones, uh, been around for over, over 50 years. And, uh, went out and played it. And I was like, Oh my God, you know, the, it's, it's a walk. It's 4,400, 4,500 yard golf course. But I mean, it, it's goat, you know, goat goats can appreciate the change of, 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 uh, elevation as you're working your way around this place. And I walked away going, man, and oh, Ashley, I don't know what you're, you know, I don't know, man, I, this place, <laughs> I, you know, it was tough and rough around the edges. Um, and around that community and around that golf course. And uh, he, he, he rallied the town. They had a city council meeting because essentially the city was looking to, to, to sell it off to a billionaire who was going to churn it up and either make a soccer field or parking lots or a stadium or something. It yeah. wasn't going to be golf. And, you know, I, I did do a story on it. We, we tracked down footage of, of, of literally people of the community going forward before the city council saying, this has to stay a golf course. And sure enough, the city said, okay, fine. It'll stay a golf course. We're not good at managing golf courses. John, here are the keys to the car. And they did like a two, uh, two year sort of temporary lease to essentially for John to see if this is what he wanted to do and the city to see if John was the guy to do it. And eventually now he has a 50 year lease on hmm. this place they've gone so far beyond saving it. it. It is such a thriving, surviving, a vital, you know, revitalized uh, component to Oceanside. John setting up Link Soul in Oceanside. He lives in Carlsbad setting up the shop. It, he felt an obligation as a, you know, a business owner in Oceanside to also sort of have it have an impact on on the community through the golf course he has since added a kids course a little three hole 30 to 40 yard shots that off to the side of the golf course he's just put a ton of money into redoing the whole driving range creating the 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 uh, the foresight um uh, the, the shot tracking, you know, all the components to making a driving right. a cool hang. He's redone greens, tee boxes, fairways, you know, uh, irrigation. He went from potable water to reclaim water, lowering prices. I mean, they did, they're doing the business of Goat Hill Park. The golf course is thriving hmm. and there's so much community involvement in the projects he does in the management of the golf course, the events that they have on a regular basis. It is truly one of the most special little uh, slices of of golf in, in not only America but in the world. It's it's just it's just fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And accolades coming from you, right? I mean, you've yeah. uh, you've definitely done your fair share of traveling and uh, and experiencing golf courses uh, around the world. So I, I want to get into that uh, a little bit with you. I actually want to get into it a lot with you. But um, <laughs> so so quite a pedigree you've got, right? Just from um, uh, what golf advisor, the golf network. I mean, you, we can keep going down that list. Uh, how did you, I mean, when did, when did Matt wake up and say, you know what, it's time for me to go do my own thing. I mean, was it, was it an aha moment or is this something that you were always working towards or what? So what, what's the direction there? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think in some ways it, you know, I got pushed into it. And in some ways I was pulling myself into it. You know I mean? It just sort of happens uh, uh, from a evolution of uh, a, you know, a career path. I mean, going from, I started at sports illustrated photo department 
I went and got my master's degree in, in journalism sort of while I was transitioning from the SI photo department into the Golf Digest Golf World photo department running. I was director of photography there and then and then um, got my degree in Golf Digest, let me start writing. So now I'm now I went into writing and um, and, you know, then at that time I had my own blog on golfdigest.com and I was creating articles, but also taking pictures and then videos. And so you, you, you evolve as a j- journalist there within the media, as the mediums and the platforms and the dissemination of all that kind of stuff is evolving. It's, you know, then social media comes along, <laughs> uh, early adopter of so- social media and realizing, oh, I, I see, you, can, you know, uh, golf being inherently social at its core anyway we mm-hmm. love to say sure. hey you got to play that you got to do this do that we all share this stuff so then social media evolved and then i get the job in broadcasting at, at, at golf channel and then i'm learning now it's a whole other tool set of like telling stories you know at the core of it is all storytelling which is kind yep. of cool and then you know, for a couple of years now, I've thought and seen this trend away from, oh, oh you know, heavy production dollars, uh, eyeballs being dispersed. You know, where you're getting your eyeballs is, you know, you can't just corral everybody in one spot anymore. You can't just have a niche cable network and, and distribute, you know, uh, programming to X number of people, you know. You got to You got to You now. Now there's other restaurants. You like you. You were the only restaurant in town serving right. food, and you, you. They were going to eat whatever you served. Now it's like, oh, there's another restaurant and another restaurant. Another was or is it? Now it's like, now you got. You've got to. You got to have good service. You got to have good food. You got to change the menu. You know, if you lose you, your chef, you might lose the whole soul of the restaurant. I mean, everything is happening, and that's the way you look at it, what, what I look at it. And so. So it's either like, you know, you can ride on the big aircraft carriers or go be one of the P boats that can kind of mobilize and, and get to, um, get to content, get to content that, that interests you, you know, you guys are doing it. We're all doing it. Anybody who has a passion for being involved in some way, shape or form, creating some kind of content. The question is, how do you make it unique? How do you make, you know, is it watchable? And then is it watchable and shareable? You know, that's the, those are the two big questions. Make something watchable and then make sure that it's shareable. And then if you get shareable, now you got, now you got a little traction. Now you can have some growth. But um, I just felt like with the tool set of, you know, photography, writing and broadcast and, um, and, and feeling there's a lot of times where you turn over your content. What if, what if you took your interviews and you gave it to somebody who wasn't a part of the interview, not even interested in the interview, uh, not even interested in the subject matter of the interview, and they are responsible for cutting that up and then putting that out? Um, wouldn't you? Pro- you'd probably end up having issues with. Well, no, no, no. Wait a minute. You cut that out. Why would you cut that out? That's the best stuff. You know. And now, now repeat that a hundred and. 150 200 times you know and there's only so many times where you're like ah i don't you know only you know what's on the cutting room floor uh no one else knows that only you know how it could have been told you know at the end of the day i i'm 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 in a position now to take more ownership over my storytelling my content distribution and dissemination and 
And that that's, in, in, you know, to kind of answer, that's what I feel like I've been working towards is that opportunity to surround myself with like minded people who uh, care about the game and the, and the subject matter that that I'll be covering, that I'll be gravitating towards and and thus having less frustration with the finished product. You know, you, you just explained Dan and I's relationship, uh, oddly enough. Uh, <laughs> All that great content I produce and Cal chops it up. And, and, that, uh, and just... I'm in the middle of that right now, honestly. <laughs> and, 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 and Dan, you know, and I'm like going, and, and Dan's like, oh, did you listen to the show? And I'm like, hell no, I didn't listen to it. You, you took all the good parts out. And he's like, yeah, those weren't the good parts. <laughs> Uh, uh, so, you know, it is, it's subjective, right? I mean, it, 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 it you know, you, you joke, but there are those and it's okay. And you guys are two guys who are immersed in your content. So you can have those creative conversations at the end of the day, you'll have respectful conclusions and come to it. But what if you're talking with someone who wasn't even involved? You know, that's right. kind of my point yeah, is, no, yeah. is, you know, right. I mean, you, you, the soul suck of the finished product can only go so far before you're like, that's it. I got to go do this myself. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and I mean, you know, again, I mean, there's probably a little bit of a fear factor in there. I mean, obviously, you know, you're, you're great at storytelling. I mean, you, you know, you're you know, well-traveled connections, et cetera. But at the end of the day, I mean, there's that, there's that, uh, you know, the execution piece of it. And it's like, Hey, is it, you, cause you can put all that shit together in a nice, neat little package. And it, you know, is it, is it really coming out as to, you know, that end result that you're looking for? And, and, and that's, I, I would imagine that was a hurdle for you at least as to, Hey, I, I can do it. I've done it. But now, you know, in, in the same sense that you're saying, well, you know, I've, I've here, here's the content. Now I'm going to hand it off to somebody. So I don't want to say you kind of, you know, you've wiped your hands and it's like, Hey, I did my part, but now you are the part, right? It, it's like, you, you own it soup to nuts, man. I mean, it's, it's you know, you, you got the whole thing kind of like the golfer, right? It's like, Hey, you can, you could lessen, lessen, practice, practice. But at the end of the day, you got to step up and hit the shot. No, you're, you, of course, you're, you're fiercely accurate here. And, and I'm scared to death. I'm sitting here in my new offices, uh, you know, and going to be paying rent here. We moved, moved, relocated my whole family out to the West coast and, and all those, all that is true. I mean, li literally scared to death for, you know, but for all the right reasons right. and in all the right ways. And, and quite honestly, I'm kind of sitting in that fear and feeling comfortable in it, you know, trying to get myself comfortable with that, like any other small business owner, like any other uh, person who is transitioning into another careers aspect, you know, like, I mean, I, I, that's all very relatable set of, uh, set of, uh, emotions and, and feelings. And at the end of the day, I'm going to, I needed to scratch this itch at some point anyway. Right. I needed to either find this out. I needed to find out that I can do this. I can, uh, tell a good enough story to enough people in which I can do this for a living. Or I'll go mow green somewhere, or, <laughs> or you know what I mean. Like I'm, I've, I've always said when I was at Golf Channel, I was one, you know, one f word away from being, you know, being a superintendent or, or 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 carrying a bag of abandoned dunes, and that's okay. I mean, that's okay. I'm, I'm totally, I, you know, I, I feel good enough in my situation right now where we sit, January of 2021, where, hey, I'm, you know, I'm giving a thousand percent. Yeah. But January 2022, we may be, we, you know, circle back with me. <laughs> I'll, be right. telling you, I'll be telling you that I'm caddying abandoned dunes and having a great time. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's possible.
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's fun that you've got an opportunity to be able to take that. And, and again, fear, right? I mean, people use it mostly in a, with a negative connotation and, and, you know, I don't know, can you, you know, it sounds like you're doing exactly this is, you know, how do you channel that fear into, you know, positive energy that leads you to, uh, you know, a path to success, right? I mean, it's, it's having a plan and, uh, and, and not being afraid to, uh, to step out there. And, you know, again, that, I don't know if you want to call it a cushion or, or umbrella that, you know, some, something like, uh, uh, the, the golf channel or the golf network kind of gives you that, uh, you know, it's like, Hey, I've, I've got something to anchor to and you now have become the anchor. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. It's re- really it's awesome. Crazy. I, I, I was, I, I, be, I guess I've been so institutionalized, you know, you, you, I worked sports illustrate for six and a half years. Yeah. Golf, I just golf world for 11 years golf channel for eight years that I started as an intern at sports illustrated. And that I've never, I've, I've only worked for, for, for this big, you know, I've been, only been on the aircraft carrier, you know, mm-hmm. and it's right. been, and it's, it's been amazing. I mean, the opportunities, the people, uh, the, the, you know, the talented people I've worked with or worked for, or worked, you know, or had an opportunity to work alongside is, is, is ridiculous. SI writers and photographers, golf digest writers and photographers, golf channel, uh, broadcasters, producers, that, that, that's a, that's a real, I've learned a lot. Uh, I've learned a lot from a lot of different people in a lot of different ways and shapes and forms. And, and a part of me, uh, part of my drive is to, to do them proud too, to show them, you know, to show them that, uh, what they taught me or the time that they spent with me was worth it. And, um, and I, you know, I, I'm looking for, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it, uh, for all, like I said, for all the kind of reasons that yes, scared, but, but good scared, like, you know, think about it. You got athletes play, play their whole life for a chance to go to a Super Bowl or a world series. Well, that's scary, but that's the kind of fear you play for, right? You want sure. that fear. You want, I'd rather have the putt to win than be watching <laughs> someone else put it to win. Like, yeah, I, I get, I, like you said, I mean, I've had all the conversations with this ring and straight. Now it's time to hit shots. I've got This is, yeah. it's on me now. It's uh, there's nobody else. Uh, you know, the man in the mirror. So, so over your, I'm, I'm going down a, going off a, a, a path here, but uh, so who in your time at the golf channel, um, who's the best golfer that you've worked with? Meaning, meaning that they could have been pros in the past, but somebody that's, uh, you know, that was an employee at the channel when you were there, who's the best golfer? Well, I mean, you know, John, I worked really closely with John Cook and, the, you know, the, the um, I don't, uh, I know I said no curveballs and then uh, here I go. It's a fun one. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of guys who've gone in there, you know, Trevor Immelman. I, you know, I'm not mm. sure that I really worked directly with David Duvall. You know, mm. I've been this, been on set with David Duvall. I mean, you know, a former number one, you know, yeah. in the world. I, I, at golf, I just technically, I worked with Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson. <laughs> I got to play with the, you know, got to play uh, with Phil and, and certainly been on a lot of shoots with Tiger and they, you know, they were on the masthead like Jack Nicholas and all those. <laughs> uh, but you know, they, I mean, I've, I've probably had too many tips over the years. It's probably actually screwed <laughs> up my game in a lot of ways, too many swing thoughts. Um, uh, but I mean, it was kind of one of the surreal things about being in that industry is from time to time, you'd find yourself having golf conversations with guys who won multiple tour events, multiple major championship. You're going, what the hell do you know? 
Why do I matter when it's like you're talking to these kind of people? So uh, yeah. Anika, for Christ's sake, I work work work, work close with Anika. So. One of the things. I'm sorry. One of the things that Cal and I were watching the match uh, two and the match three and all these with Phil, how elevated is his dialogue in those for TV versus like when you go play with him on a one-on-one, does he still talk nonstop or what is he like out there? Yeah, no, I mean the, the one time I played with him was after a golf digest photo shoot and, um, and he was my partner, you know, and, and, uh, and it was at the bridges in Rancho Santa Fe. And I mean, he was talking, constantly <laughs> and and it, and it was like watch me hit this i got this shot double bet, bet press you know oh oh god i blew it by you you know i mean you know the, i mean it was it was constant it's constant i mean and it's just i think that's just the his the way he is i mean um i don't think phil can do much other than be he's very good at being phil and yeah. being phil is being very over communicative on mm-hmm. a lot of subjects. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we caught him in the middle of a sip. <laughs> yeah, big, big sip, big sip. Uh, so, so, in, so let's. Uh, so, you moved out to California. You missing Florida at all? No, no. no? Glad, glad to be back home. I guess right. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, Florida is an interesting place. Um, and there are some, obviously some really cool pockets of Florida. A winter park is one of them. Mm-hmm. I really love that community. Uh, I miss the Friday skins game at WP nine. I miss that golf course. I miss, you know, that, that, that's always going to be that I always have a soft spot for winter park and that golf course. And, and that time that I had at the golf channel, which was, which was very hard and exhausting, um, and a lot of travel, 180 to 200 days a year on the road, certainly for the last eight years, for sure. I mean, it was, uh, it was, it was, and, and a lot of early mornings, late afternoon, grindy stuff, but huge opportunity, huge platform, huge, um, huge growth for me as a person got married and had a, had a son and stuff. But uh, California for me is, you know, I'm born and raised in Northern California. So to be back on the West Coast to me is is my coast. Um, I lived in New York for 19 years, but I don't look at it as a coast. You know, it's like it's that's its whole other Manhattan and the New York area is just a, its own place. But um, no, I'm I'm happy here. And uh, it's 72 degrees every day. It's, it's, <laughs> now you're just bragging. No, I, I can't believe I can't. <laughs> the whole world doesn't find a way to live in san diego it's just spectacular it's true that's true (laughs) yeah so so let's talk a little about your uh about the new venture the new production company you you're uh you're starting and and what uh because hey uh, to be honest i mean i reached out because i was a fan right i mean i always look forward to uh to your segments you know where's matt playing at now and uh, you know, you did the uh, the buddies list, right? I mean, and those are things that uh, you know me and my my golf pals we've uh, you know, we've definitely watched and and taken uh, taken into consideration, you know, from from your vantage point. Uh, but now moving into your own production uh, company, right? And and I can only imagine that we're going to see uh, a lot more of that. Uh, but in in the palette that you want it delivered on. So so what is it? What's uh, what's in store for us? So, um, so we, we have several verticals within the fire pit collective is what we're calling it. So the fire pit podcast, we're, mm-hmm. we're in the middle of 
we started that and as COVID hit, you know, in April or May. And quite honestly, uh, Alex Upegi, my producer and my partner in, in Dawn Patrol Productions and Rex Lint, who is a shooter and uh, editor, we kind of started that uh, because we, we, we had nothing else, you know, we literally had nothing else to do. It was quarantine. Lockdown, it was like, you know, and I always right. thought I would do a podcast, but I thought, Oh, it'll be a byproduct of what I'm of my travel. So right. I would take out interview audio of the interviews I was doing with people on the road and say, Oh, cause people always say, Oh, do you, have you ever have you thought of a podcast? Do you, would you know how to do a pie? I said, yeah, I do podcasts all the time. It's called an interview. You know, it's right. like, that's, that's to me is what a podcast was. And, um, but then I started digging in on, okay, what other golf, like I started, I wasn't listening to a lot of golf podcasts. So I started listening and then it was like, how am I going to be different? How can we make this? How can I make it something that interests me beyond, you know, because if I feel like if it interests me, then maybe hopefully it interests others, uh, but I can't do it if it doesn't interest me. Yep. Um, and we came up with this concept of sort of telling a story with multiple voices and it evolved through the season, but we were doing it week to week. We would enter, we would start on a Monday and Tuesday and have no interviews and do 200 to 400 minutes of interviews throughout the week and then air it on Sunday. We'd drop it on Sunday. So we were going sleepless nights and doing all that, you know, and we, we, we carried a whole season doing it that way. I mean, mm -hmm. that was how season was 15 episode plus a couple mini pods where we just dropped on the state of the game. And, we woke up, we, we, we kind of finished. It was like a blur. It was like, Oh my God. I mean, that, that was fun and exhausting and, and maybe, maybe we want to do more. So this time we're actually going to have eight, nine, 10 of them banked before we even start dropping, which mm -hmm. is going to be yeah. such a better, better process. And, uh, but I've, we got a lot in the works. Uh, I'm very, very excited about a lot of these stories we're trying to tell. Um, and we're going to keep expanding on this concept of multiple voices telling one story uh, and chopping, chop, chopping them up. And, and we'll go two parts or three parts if we need to, uh, to tell longer stories, because I want to keep them around 30 to 40 minutes mm -hmm. at the most. Um, but it's going to be telling stories like the building of stream song Red and Blue simultaneously. I've got <clears throat> a story on uh, Charlie Sifford, Ben Hogan, um, Nancy Lopez, little things that I've, I've dug in on and fit, found. It's not just going to be broad-based stuff. Jack Nicholas catching a 1,400-pound Marlin. Um, <laughs> you know, things like this where uh, other – and there's going to be multiple voices in every one of them. So cool. that's, that's really cool. And uh, so the Fire Pit podcast – journeys with Matt Janella, which will be the traditional travel. So we'll continue to go tell, you know, give sort of exposés on destinations or courses or, or resorts. And then we got, we're bringing back the ambush. So at golf digest, I wrote a, a monthly column called the ambush in which I would solicit people, alpha buddies, planners, buddies, trip planners to say, Hey, come, come tell our story. We're going here. This many people, this is why we go there. Traditions, how many years. And, um, and, and so we're bringing that back in video form. So I'm partnering with Golf Digest and Discovery for distribution of the ambush and for journeys. Uh, so I'm, 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 I, you know, I've, I've, they allow me the con creative control and the and yeah. uh, and they sell into my content or I sell into their eyeballs. So uh, the ambush will be coming back, which I'm very excited about because at that time. 
a digest. It was just a written piece. It would be a picture, the details of the trip, where I always felt it was much better uh, as a video uh, presentation. But, you know, it could br- bring those people to life instead of just write their story. So that, that I'm excited about. And then we also have uh, features. So feature breakouts of anybody I meet along the way, things or places that, that deserve more. And then news. I'll just, if I'm finding news, um, out about course do rebuilds or renovations or or new courses or anything that's happening kind of the world of golf and travel i'll write it and have a have a blog on this website and then there's going to be merchandise so not only stuff that we make with the fire pit branding and logo but also um merchandise that we that i use that i love that i find along the way i'll be curating that and allowing a lot of times people say oh what what bag do you use where do you what shoot what and i'll just send people here and this is this is the stuff i love oh cool so all of that will be that's the production company very cool yeah so so if you want to send us over a couple of dates uh we'll, we'll check our <laughs> schedule to see uh see what feature date works out. <laughs> i couldn't resist hey you throw me softballs i'm gonna we got to send you some of these shirts. This will be the fire pit, uh, the oh, fire pit collection. Nice. Shirt. I like that. Uh, oh yeah. Nice. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, so well, I got, I got some hats and shirts for you guys. So. Oh, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll definitely, uh, help, help to promote and, and spread, uh, spread the word, you know, what are the really kind of, so, so same story here, right? Not that anybody wants to hear our story again, but you know, we, we started up in 2020 and, you know, here we go. And now we wound up and, and we're talking with Matt Janella, right? I mean, one of the, the voices and faces of golf and, and, you know, but to, you know, I mean, you said so many like really cool things in the sense of, you know, it, it's pretty damn easy to have this conversation when you're passionate about what you're talking about. And, and I, I think it translates. And I mean, you, you know, as you're kind of expressing, you know, what you're doing and where, you know, the the I, 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 I mean, I know it's new, but I don't it's really not a new venture. It's a it's a rebranding and it's not rebranding Matt Janella. You're just electing to uh, you're, you're just taking a different platform to give to tell your stories. Right. Uh, and, and if, you know, as you kind of go down that road, I mean, it really makes it kind of fun, not kind of, it makes it really fun. It makes it easy. And again, I, I think that that translates through to either the viewer or the listener in a sense that, you know, and, and the golf community is, I'll say kind of small, relatively speaking, but, you know, I, I think people that are, that are listening, I mean, they know if it's real or not. I mean, they know, you know, is this, is this just a bunch of fluff that's kind of getting tossed out there and it, you know, we're, we're just, uh, uh, oh, hey, they're talking over there. Or are they really saying something? And it, you know, are they passionate about the, the direction they're going? So that's a long-winded way for me to ask. You, you said that you're partnering with, uh, did you say uh, the Golf, golf Network? Digest, golf Digest and Discovery. You know, so the Discovery bought Golf Digest. So it's Discovery Media and and Golf Digest. So I'm so I essentially took chunks of my content and and essentially said, look. Um, in some ways, you know, I'll have my own distribution, mm-hmm. YouTube channel, yep. social channels, yeah, yeah, yeah. website. But a lot of times you go to these places and if they're going to spend big money, they want more distribution. And that's the way it is now. We're kind of in this middle phase, right? So um, guys like Barstool, but, you know, what Barstool has done is yep. hatched out of a, you know, ha- hatched out of, you know, pizza reviews in a garage, basically. And it's become Barstool, Right very quickly. Uh, and, and it's all about that authenticity. So they, they do, it's all content first and advertising's 
you know, jump on for those eyeballs. And, they, sure. you know, so um, for me, it's going to be about like, I've got it. I'm in the middle right now. So I've got a following and I've got platforms, but I don't have the, you know, the mass distribution that it takes to get the big dollars. So if we can, if I can align myself with the distribution partner that allows me the freedom to keep creating the content I want to create, then I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and, and I still have the flexibility and the freedom yeah. to go make the other deals that I want because at the core of it all, it's going to be storytelling. I don't care what, you know, for me, it's like, let's go find good stories and then figure out where is, what's the best distribution or platform for that story. It could be, it could check multiple boxes. It's always going to be social. Mm -hmm. It's most likely always going to be digital, whether it becomes a podcast or a long form digital is, is the next question. Or, you know, the, I, I just, I, I find it hard to believe, like I'm, I'm just getting good stories. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, okay, let's make that a podcast. Oh, make that a long form digital feature with a short form, medium form digital feature that we can put out and then tease all of that with a uh, multiple short socials leading people along, you know, like uh, down the line of your content. You know, they might not all, all go to the 40 minute version, but hopefully they go to the 40 second version and which gets them to the four minute version. And then we'll see if we can get them to the 40 minute version, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and that, yeah. that to me is what I'm, what I'm looking at. Uh, that that's the way I look at it. Yeah. What, what's the gateway, right? So I, I can't, I and mean, it's going, I've got to mention it cause it's just ringing through my mind. You know, I, I think the only magazine that I actually still get is golf digest. I think that's the only, only magazine that ever showed that I'm actually, you know, that I, that I want. Now there's plenty of crap that comes through the, in, in the mailbox. It's uh, or whatever, uh, you, you know, but I think that's the only thing. And, and, it, you know, as you're talking and, and yeah, I mean, you have to have those digital, uh, those digital, you have to have the digital outlets, right? You don't have to have the, the, you know, the paper in hand, but I, I guess, you know, call me old fashioned. I mean, I still like to flip through. I would rather see golf digest in its print format than I would go online. Now there's times that I get directed there just because, you know, the, the limited, you know, you got, you only got so many pieces of paper. I don't know how many pages are in it, but you know, you got X amount of, of, of real estate to actually put something on paper. What, what do you think? Uh, and I, can I call you a journalist, a media guy? I mean, what's, what, what about, what do I tag Matt Janella with? Well, I, 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 there, there are times I feel more journalist than others, you know, like I, when I'm, you know, when I'm really reporting and getting to the heart of a story or sort of unearthing news and writing that, you know, news, I mean, you know, I think we all play a lot of different roles in, 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 uh, media now. Um, and um, for me now, I hope to be more journalist than ever before. Mm -hmm. Um, quite frankly, I hope to, uh, there were, there, uh, there, it's, I may say this, I wasn't always telling the types of stories that I wanted to tell. Sometimes I had to tell stories other people wanted me to tell. Yep. Um, that's the business. You know, I, I'm not, I'm not going to defend it. I'm going to not to say that I, you know, that I, I, but it, it just is what it is. And yeah. um, the, the, the beauty of where I'm at now is if I don't want to tell the story, if it doesn't move me, if I don't believe it, if it's not, interesting to me i'm not going to do it uh if 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 it's if it's not shoes if it's shoes i don't want to wear but you know i'm not going to wear them if it's a shirt i don't want i don't want to I don't, you know what i'm saying if it's not a brand yeah. that makes sense to me i'm not going to not going to support it 
If it's a course that I think is bad value or bad service or a bad experience, I'm not going to send people there. Um, and I, and I really walked a very, very fine line for a long time in trying to manage, you know, and that's why I've always done. If, if you pay, pay really close attention, what I've always done is tried to get, uh, other ambassadors to do the endorsing. I'm just there as the microphone, right? Mm, so yeah, yeah. if I get people who go to, you know, Myrtle beach isn't for everybody. So you go to Myrtle Beach and you find out who is it for, and you tap into them and say, tell me why you love Myrtle Beach. Reggie Sanders lives in Myrtle, Myrtle Beach. There's, there's a lot of people who love and appreciate the Myrtle Beach area for exactly what it is, which is great value, the beaches, you know, the, the off-course shenanigans. Hey, more power to you. Not everybody loves Bandon Dunes, by the way. I mean, some t- you know people who like riding in golf carts don't love Bandon Dunes. People who like off-course shenanigans don't love Bandon Dunes. You know, because there's not you know you there's not a lot going on outside. Right. You, uh, if you don't like playing 36 in a day, you probably don't like Bandon Dunes. Uh, you know, that's so you gotta you gotta. It's not perfect. You gotta manage. And I would the way I would go around it is find people to tell me what why they love that course, that destination, that resort, whatever it is, and let them do the talking. And then let people make their own decisions. And I would say, wow, I I would go here with my buddies or I would go here with my family or I'd go here with my wife or I'd go here. You know what I'm saying? Like some some places are better for certain uh, clientele than others. And we're in a buyer's market. There is an overload and abundance of of options for us. So uh, and, and that's true everywhere and not just on the coast. Not, you know, no longer. Now, Midwesterners have plenty of options to get in their car and drive to great golf destinations like Sand Valley or like Forest Dunes. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's there's yeah. not just whistling straights anymore. Look yep. at all that's <laughs> happening, right? You know, um, so it's it's a fun it's a fun time to be doing uh, what I'm doing and, and, and finding the stories that I'm finding and uh and figuring out the best place to you know to to distribute them at and um, and uh, yeah that's 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 the way I'm seeing it right now. Yeah, so so would you rather have a uh, would you rather have a new experience or a repeat? And 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 maybe a little bit of a loaded question because it's like <laughs> and you know if you follow you on social you're you're a you're a sucker for banding every day right so so I get it but but just in so so wipe the sl- slate clean but it's hey you got a new experience we don't know what it is or we're gonna send you to a repeat and you don't know what it is. I, the reason why I love what I do and have loved. And the reason why I feel like I've never worked a day in my life is that sense of discovery is that I've, you know, I love and have always loved and will always love the idea of, of, of seeing a place for the first time. Mm-hmm. You know, I just got back from Rams Hill in, um, in those Borrego. pictures looked amazing, by the way. That looked like a damn good time, buddy. <laughs> well, Borrego Springs, California, right? I've, here I am living in San Diego. I've heard a bunch of Rams Hill. I've always I felt like Golf Advisor ranked it like you know number one public course in the country. I'm like that is that. I was like it is such bullshit. I can't believe you know that this is what you know. Give me a yeah. break. You know, Pebble Beach was like, I don't know where it ranked, but it was like the 28. I'm like, this is like the whole thing just like 
broke my mind. And, um, and I, so I thought I was a oh, ram. So ram. So like they're paying for good influencers to go there and generate this buzz. And, and, uh, well, I got in the car yesterday. We drove out there. The drive itself was spectacular at sunrise. We arrived there. Tom Fazio. Some people don't like him. I'm not one of those people. I love Tom Fazio. I, I, he always builds a fun, playable, beautiful, you know, uh, golf course. Now you sometimes get hit on the upcharge because he moved a lot of earth or it's Tom Fazio or whatever. <laughs> I don't really give a shit because at the end of the day, I tend to have a lot of fun playing his golf courses. And, um, Rams Hill is, is like, it's, it's in this, it's in this valley, this desert valley surrounded by these mountains, like you see in Palm Springs or like you see in, in Arizona. And, but it's without, without all that clutter and, and chaos and, and, um, and corporatization of the, the surrounding area. Like it's just pure and natural. And uh, we could not have had more fun. Um, Golfers Journal put on a hell of an event. It was super organized, great people, super fun, great value. You know, the whole thing was it. And I walked away going, man, I, uh, Rams Hill is worth the hype. And so, you know, so you're saying you're saying that number one designation no, was deserved. No, no, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> it's not number one. It's not number one. It's you know I don't I don't know where I would I'd have to think long and hard about where I'd put it on my list of public courses. It's not you know. It's, it's probably, I would put it, I would, you know, right here, right now, having just rested on it for a half a day, I'd definitely put it in the top 50 public courses in the country where, you know, you're going to get a unique, and I'm talking about experience. It's a unique experience because you're surrounded by nothing. You're out there. It's, it's super raw and natural in terms of what's going on around you. The golf course itself, as I said, in a couple of the posts, you know, I, I don't like desert golf. Right. Uh, I, I, I don't like the, you know, playing in the cactus and trying to look for your ball and the snakes and all the shit that's going on around you. And uh, just not, I'm just not a fan. I'm, I'm, a, I'm not a fan of like, Oh, if you miss it, it's fucking gone. You know, I, anybody, anybody that says they would take desert golf over, just pick, pick any other setting. I'm calling bullshit. And the only reason you said that is because that's all you got. Yeah, I, totally, I totally agree. Anybody's uh, yeah. It just makes no, it, and it just doesn't work for me at all. Yeah. And so, but this is, this is, and I say the same thing about mountain golf, by the way, I hate crazy undulations, narrow, you know, trying to navigate, I just high tee boxes down to low fairways. Mm-hmm. You're trying to calculate the elevation shit. It's like, this is stupid to me. It's like, I'd rather play golden tee, to be honest with you, but, <laughs> but, but I do like golf in the mountains. So yeah. if you look at Banff Springs, you know, it's not mountain golf. It's just golf in the mountains. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, the, the mountains are all around you. And this right. is not, it's not, it's not desert golf. It's golf in the desert. And that's a big difference. Cause you got the room to me, you hit, you're not looking for it. Weak a paw in Scottsdale is like that, right? It's yeah. It's a great course. Poor yeah. Crenshaw, great course you've got room to miss without feeling, Oh my God, uh, you know, I'm going to get cut up in nine different directions from four different bushes because I just trying to find my ball four yards off the fairway. Yeah. When, when Dan plays desert golf, he, he goes from uh, two dozen balls to three dozen. That's true. Per round. Per round. round. There is, there is, I guess that is the upside, but uh, um, anyway, uh, Rams Hill is, was a great experience. And I told the guy there running it, you know, as I left, I said, listen, uh, 
you know, it actually exceeded my expectations because I had down, it dumbed down my expectations. Yeah. I thought, how can this be this good? I, I just made, didn't, I was like, really? Now I'm like, hey, I owe you an apology. It, it, it lived up to expectations and the hype. I said, but you got, you got work to do. I mean, you need, you need lodging, you need amenities, right. you need a short course, you need something for me to actually start sending people here for anything other than a one-off. You got to build, build out the infrastructure because what you have here is plenty of good 18 hole golf. Now make everything else good. And you, you've got a chance at being a real destination. Nice. Nice. Good point. nice. So, so, uh, so great, uh, great plug for those guys. And, and I don't, you, Hey, if you want to know Matt Janela's, uh, favorite courses, uh, just Google Matt Janela favorite courses and you'll find list after list after list. What my, my question though is, is give me, uh, whether, whether we played it or not makes no difference, but give me a destined um, one, you don't have to give me one, but, uh, you know, we, we, we can't keep you all night, but give me a must play uh, golf course or, or venue, uh, what's, uh, give, give you know, th- throw something out there that, that just, no matter what you do in your lifetime, you have to play this. Well, old course at St. Andrews. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you haven't played the old course at St. Andrews, that is, that is the, that's the trip. Like that's the, the trip to the, to the, you know, home of golf. I mean, that's all, I always say that's in its own category. Um, and then after that, it, you know, obviously Pebble Beach is, is the kind of experience that I, that I, you know, I grew up my dad took me there out of high school as a high school graduation present. Mm-hmm. And I'm very, you know, I just love that wall. I mean, from four to 10 and then circling back around in 17 and the 18th hole and just the, I mean, that's Pebble Beach, but if you want, I mean, I think there are, there are instances in which you're going to find, you know, I, I've always said forest dunes in Roscommon, Michigan is one of those kind of like uh, uh Rams Hill where it's like, what am I doing? Where am I going? What, what is that? We're going the wrong direct turn around. This can't be worth it. And then you show up and you're like, Oh my God, how good is this? You know? <laughs> yeah. um, and I think that, I think that's true of like Cabot Cl- cliffs, Cabot links in Nova Scotia. You know, you're going to, it's going to, it's harder than hell to get that four and a half hour drive from Halifax. I mean, and it's not an easy drive. Um, and so a lot of people don't own access to those small airplanes that get into those little airports. And, but if you do it, you're going to Banff Springs, another one, you know, I, I say to people like, I've, I'm not sure that I've ever been so mind blown. Uh, cause I drove in there. It was night. It was dark. I got into my hotel. I close, you know, go to bed. You wake up in the morning, you throw the, the drapes on me. You're like, Holy shit. Where am I? What? Cause you know, you're surrounded by the Canadian Rockies and you're yeah. going, what, what is happening? I get to play golf here. Like at Pebble beach, you're on that walk. You're like, I'm playing. I get to hit this shot from mm-hmm. the eighth fairway to the eighth green. That mm-hmm. things that stir you that like hit you in places that you can't even describe. Those are the kind of experiences we chase band and dunes sunset, you know, end of the afternoon when you're playing the, you know, the sixth, the, the, the 15th green to the 16th tee to the 16th green abandoned dune. That's kind of like that. I, I, I wish everybody can have that kind of spiritual, you know, connection to the land you're on, uh, to the people you're with, to, to the generations you get to pass it on to, to say, Hey, sure. come, you know, let's do that. You know, it's, it's things like that. Um, 
that are out there for us right now. Uh, Sand Valley is another, you know, you're going, what the, you know, first time I was at stream song before they even built the hotel. When you're got, you're going out to these places, you're going, what the fuck, what the fuck were these people thinking? <laughs> Who is spending hey, land, the land, land must've been cheap out here. <laughs> Who is spending right. money to say that people should come here. And then you go and you go, Oh my God, I'm going to tell everybody I know that they should go here. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. And, and you know that's 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 uh, that's the fun factor of of what it is that uh, that we're doing and having these kinds of conversations. You know, yeah. you guys probably have five or six that you tell all your friends about. You know, everybody thinks that I'm on Bandon's payroll and everything. You know, I <laughs> every time I've gone to Bandon Dunes, I I I put down my credit card. You know, I've I've spent upwards of of seven thousand five hundred dollars for for my trips to Bandon Dunes, depending on the situation. Sure. It's, it's not that I, it's not that I'm on their payroll. It's just that it's that good. Like mm -hmm. people can't understand that, you know, and, I, and I've had Donald Trump call me and say, well, Matt, Donald Trump, I heard what you said about, you know, me and Mike Kaiser and Mike, Ky you know, abandoned dunes is a piece of shit. You know, I, I, you know and I go, oh, Mr. Trump, I, I, I beg to differ. Have you ever been to abandoned dunes? No, but my friends said it's a piece of shit. And I go, well, I'm not sure we can have this conversation if you haven't been there. And you know how many times people have said to me in social media, you know, oh, you love abandoned dunes. I go, have you been there? No, but I, you know, I'm going, okay, here go there. And then if you want to come back to me and tell me it's a piece of shit, then we can have a conversation and we can go, you know, we can agree to disagree here, but it's a subjective, it's like, you know, assessing artwork on the wall. Some are going to like it. Some aren't, I don't know what to tell you, but if you don't like band and dunes, more power to you. That means that maybe a tea time is easier for me to get the next time I do go. Cause I'm going back. <laughs> hey, holy shit. All right. I, uh, once again, things start running through my mind and if I don't say them, I, I can't get to my next spot. I feel like Kurt Russell's brother just did the best, worst Donald Trump impersonation ever. <laughs> and I waited to the end to say that, you know, that way. If, if it, it was if great. We get if we get derailed or go side, it no, was it great. Was, it was definitely great, man. I mean, I love that. I that is too. so good. We're definitely going to use that story. Mike Kaiser and, and Bandon Dunes drive Donald Trump crazy because, <laughs> because you know, he, he has said, Golf is aspirational, doesn't need to be affordable to everybody. Mm -hmm. He doesn't really give a shit about the little bit. You know, I, I, yeah. you know, he, 500, you know, would you pay 550 to play Doral Blue or 550 to play Pebble Beach? I said, I've, I've said, I've been in social media for, you know, since it started, right? Uh, Instagram, Twitter. I can count on one hand how many times I've seen people be like, hey, I'm here at Doral Blue. I lost 15 balls <laughs> and shot 110, and it was awesome. Airplanes landed. Huge. Unbelievable. Awesome. I mean, you you That's don't funny. see it. That's but, funny. If you, but you can't open up a plat social platform without seeing someone say, Oh my God, I'm at Pebble beach today. It's one of the greatest experiences and walks I've ever had in my life. Absolutely. And that's, where, that's why, that's why value is such a sliding scale. You know, you just throw a dollar figure onto an experience and you say to yourself, when you leave that experience, as you're going away, are you more focused on how much you paid or are you more focused on the memories you made? Mm 
That's and right. Bandon, Bandon Dunes is a place that more people focus on the memories they made. Pebble Beach is a place where they focus on the memories they made. A place like Kiowa or, or Doral Blue or some of these others, you're going, Jesus Christ, we paid, let's see, yeah. it was a $5.50 plus caddy plus food and the lodging. And, a, and, I, and, I, and I feel bad about myself because I, I didn't even come close to playing in my handicap. And I kind of feel like I'm going to start tennis. You know what I mean? If you think of you. If you're thinking about quitting golf, that isn't the kind of conversations you want to have as you leave that experience. That's a good point. You know? It's called birdies and bowling. Birdies and bowling. <laughs> <laughs> or, or maybe it's bowling and bourbon. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Start it. We'll start it. Hey, fucking do it. Do it. Uh, well, shit, this has been fun, it's man. It's been a good time. Um, and and I, I know we're uh, we're coming up on our time. I could uh, I could go. I just uh, finished. So there wasn't much left. So, uh, so I'm, I'm still in good shape, and I'm I'm kind of I'm putting together as complete of sentences as my uh, East Tennessee upbringing will allow me to. So, um, so I, I, I got, uh, I, I mean, I definitely want to get, uh, I, we'd love to get you back on and we're not running you off, but I, I know you got other things to do. I, I know you've got I'm some good, stories the in good. there. Yeah. Whatever you guys. All right. So, yeah, good. I'm good. So, so give me, uh, give us, um, give our listeners and, uh, and, and by the way, I, I saw you kind of biting your tongue a little bit with some language. Um, you're not going to offend us. Uh, you're, I wouldn't imagine you're going to offend any of our fans or followers. So, uh, you know, it, it's, it's your time. So just uh, be conscious of yourself. And, and I'm sure you are. But uh, what, what's a story that you haven't told or haven't been able to tell? Uh, be good. Yeah, if we got something with maybe a pro that you played with, it could be a good experience. It could be a not so good experience. We're not in the business of dogging people out. But sometimes uh, when you're not at your best, it may, uh, you know, it could, could kind of shine. So. Well, the Trump, the Trump stuff is, gets a lot, you know, um, the Trump stuff is always interesting, um, because he was, you know, I, I'll, uh, this, I'll never forget this, but, you know, I was, um, I was covering, you know, I've been covering Donald Trump quite a bit for my career because sure. he, he's been in the golf business, developing and buying golf courses. And yeah. Um, and I have said things about him and he watches and then he cut hold for Mr. Trump. You get a phone call, hold That's for Mr. Funny. Trump. Oh, so here it comes. I've received letters from him. I've received, you know, uh, cause he'll say, look, you know, my course is rated here and you know, you, you don't know what you're talking about. And you know, I've had those, you know, and he signs them and I got a bunch of that stuff. And, uh, you know, I've, I've, I, I'll never forget. I went to Doral blue and I said to him, uh, I'm sitting, he's kind of having a media day as they're re re reopening Doral blue. And, and, uh, and so all the, and he says, yeah, you know, and he, he drove him crazy that he couldn't win me. It could drove him crazy that I, he couldn't get me to. So, you know, people always said, Oh, he's not a politician. I said, he's the biggest <laughs> politician I've ever met because he knows in a room who he needs to, you know, um, convince or, or get yeah. them on, you know, his agenda. So, if you stayed outside of that agenda, it would drive me. So he would say, sit right here. I want to tell you, you know, he hates Bill Cord, Ben Critch. Oh, yeah, yeah, Cause you know, they wouldn't work with him. So he, he, right. that, he drives him crazy that, 
that Bill Cor and Ben Crenshaw are revered as great architects. Ah, oh, they don't know, you know, get they don't know anything about. It. So he said, "Sit right here." So we're at this Doral Blue reopening, and I, and he's talking to me and trying to come in. I know, go in and like you know, you just have a kind of a little bit of a filter in terms of it's just going to come in. But you know, I did was curious. I said, "So you've spent two hundred and fifty million dollars redoing Doral Blue and all the all the amenities going around it." I said, "How do you?" explain to me the business model here. How do you recoup that at $450, $500 green fees? Like how long does that take Hmm. to make it worthwhile? He goes, you think I'm giving shit about green green fees? Come here, come on. I'll show you what my business is. And we get up from the table. And I mean, there's probably 25 people at the table and a couple of his, of his, you know, his people come with us and he goes, come on, I got to show you something. Come on, come on, come with me. Hold on. We'll be back. And we go walking through, Doral. We go past the check-in center of the hotel. We walk to a, there's a, uh, uh, you know, like a conference room that's right. being used as a, as a, as a wedding, like a, a wedding, um, uh, ceremony, uh, mm-hmm. uh, reception. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, d- doors fly open. And now we're like in the, and people are oh dancing God. and milling about and, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, here comes Trump and he's got, he's got his Doral hat on and his jacket and his thing. And then people are, Oh my God, Donald Trump. Oh, you know, he's taking pictures. He goes this, he goes, how many, how many people here? You know, uh, so, so, and so Jennifer, and she goes, Oh, 200 people. How many people, you know, per, per plate. Oh, it's a thousand dollars per plate. That, that's my business. You think I give a shit about green fees? This is my business. Come on, look at that. Right next door. Let's go. Shuts the door. Goes next door. Throws open the door. It's dark. It's it's intimate. It's there's a there's a Jewish like a Jewish wedding uh, reception going on, and there there and it's pretty intimate. And the door, the lights beaming behind. It. I'm going. Oh my god! You know, it, just and people are looking back and oh, Mr. Donald Trump, Donald Trump, and. One of these people goes, you know, um, uh, and someone comes up, Mr. Trump, uh, you know, uh, you want to take a picture? Yeah, he takes a picture. But how many people here? Oh, 350 people, $2,000 a plate. That's my business. He goes, this is my business. You think I give a shit about it? And someone comes, comes up, okay, take a picture with you, Mr. Trump. Yeah, and the lady goes, Mr. Trump, you should probably take off your hat when you're doing all these pictures inside. He goes, take off my hat. Are you kidding me? Look, everybody's got hats on in here. Oh, boy. Because they're wearing yarmulkes. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh my yeah. I, I can see that happening. And I peeled out the back. I'm like, oh, my God. You know, that was, in his mind, that justified the idea where I had it. I mean, you know, that's just that. That's that's you know. There you go. That's oh, that. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, mission accomplished there, bud. <laughs> that's a hell of a story. Oh. Funny, you know, it's just an example. I mean, you know, um, that that you know, I I think that in this business, you you run into a lot of developers who are very successful in other businesses, yeah. and. Um, and think that because they're successful in that business, they can be successful in the golf business. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's not to say that isn't true, because I think there are people who can be, you know, Mike Kaiser was successful in a different business and is now successful in the golf business. But he right. took he took the aspect of his business, recycled greeting cards and 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 his his ability to listen to his clientele because he would put the cards up on the wall and the worst selling cards each year would be 
cut out of the out of the marketplace and they would replace them with new cards mm -hmm. and by doing so what he did was always had the most popular cards being made mm -hmm. uh, as greeting cards so he uh, Hold on. You said you were or you were not on the payroll. You know, I it mean, is. I always say like he listen. you know, if yeah. you're in a room with Donald Trump, he's not doing a lot of listening. He's right. going to tell you about what he's doing and how he's doing it. Yeah. Mike Kaiser will do very little talking and he does a lot of listening. He will sit around and I always say, if I did a book on Mike Kaiser, it would be called What Do We Think? Because he th he asks that question constantly. What do we think about this bunker? What do we think about the idea of adding logic? What do we think about the idea of another? What do we think about a, a, a putting course at Bandon Dunes that I'm not going to charge people to play? What do we think? And I would say, uh, Mr. Kaiser, I don't I don't think that's a good idea. You're base you're creating a short course. That's going to undermine your big course business philosophy. You 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 add a, a putting course for free. You've got a bunch of people running around on your golf course, not not destination, not spending a lot of money. Yeah. But 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 you let, and he goes, well, I see your point, Matt. But I want them to come back. Mm -hmm. It's not just that I want them to be here once. I want them to feel so good about what they did and time and money spent that they are inclined to come back. That's my business. And I was like, uh. That's why you're my Kaiser and I'm the asshole named Matt Chanel. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, that, that, that's, that's yeah. you, you come across, you know, again, you find yourself at dinners with very rich and successful people and you wonder how are they going to make it in the golf business or will they make it in the golf business? And most of the time it's, they don't, mm. but there are the people who, uh, the, who do. And it's because I think they, they go do their due diligence. They see who their competition is. They assess that competition and they try to do things better. And that's why we're in the position we're in now is at a buyer's market, because even the failed versions of what we're talking about have now been bought up by someone else who's going to take, take, get it a better value, therefore charge less money for it and make it a better experience. And so that's why this is just keeps churning out, churning yeah. out better, better options for us. But, awesome. And gives us opportunities to have a conversation with uh, individuals that we otherwise wouldn't have. I mean, that's uh, I mean, that that that's the rewarding part. Right. I mean, selfishly, uh, you know, shit, what's the chance, uh, you know, Cal and Dan are going to get to talk to Matt Janella. I mean, maybe maybe a hey, how you doing? I mean, you're a nice guy, but I'm saying, you, you know, we, we in, in passing. Right. I mean, definitely nothing, uh, nothing to this level and, and, and in depth. So, um, yeah, uh, I hope this isn't the last time we do this, by the way. <laughs> Uh, Next time I'm going to be drinking with you guys. Oh, that'd be great. I feel like, I'm, I'm, I, feel like I, I showed up to a, a gunfight with a knife. It doesn't really work. I've got like that Coke here. This doesn't work. You know, it's not, it doesn't, it's missing. Hold, hold on. You're the only one that doesn't know there's not something else in there. I know there's like lots of double negatives and such in there. So you, I would you, hide it from you if I did though. So you, you, sir, let the cat out of the bag on that one. Hold on. So, so let me hit you with a few questions. So these are just uh, not yes or no's, but kind of one liners favorite club in the bag my new putter i just got a i grabbed a putter from john ashworth's collection with scotty cameron and uh and i a boy I, I don't change putters i'm i'm i've had a never compromise called the gambler for 14 years and it was i always felt like i putted good enough at different times in my life with it that i knew it was never the putter it was me right mm -hmm. i mean yeah and uh i started putting with this thing in his backyard little putting course he's got and uh i was like man i might try this and uh, what model what model 
I, I'm not going to even be able to tell you what model it is. Uh, it's in my car right now. I will. I'll text you back. So you okay. Can, you awesome. Can, you include the model, but um, yeah, cool. It's not something that I've, you know, I'm familiar with. I, again, I don't change a lot of putters, but I, my new favorite club is this putter. I also have the original Callaway X hot three wood that um, the minute I got it, I bought another one because I, in case I ever lost it or broke it or it got stolen, I want it. I mean, you know, three wood is, is uh, pretty special. And then I've got a gapper um, four iron by TaylorMade that I'm using to hit like 220, 230 off the tee that if you'd get into these narrow, you know, narrow, you know, a long par four speed slot kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, Kind of a thing where I can, I can count on it for, for staying in bounds. There you go. Bragging again. Going to have to, I'm going to get, I'm going to get a little tally list on. uh, So what's the handicap at? 7.2 is the index right now. All right. Uh, but I'm working really hard. Uh, Dean Wilson lives locally. He's become a good friend has taken a vested interest in my swing and trying to make sure that I'm, I'm, I'm letting the, the, the club sort of fall into this, into the slot and not cutting across, which I've been doing for so long. Yeah. Kind of over the top kind of thing. Yeah. I bit, yeah. I mean, it's kind of, I just I cast out at the top, you know, I've spent my whole life instead of coming in, you know, I'm going, I, that first move yep. is always like, he said, I'm a puller and, you know, instead of just dragging it through, it's hmm. like, um, boy, but the, isn't that so foreign. And I, I started working with a guy uh, a month or two ago and, you know, I just uh, not formally taught to play golf. I just said, uh, well, shit, it's a stick and a ball. I'm just going to go hit it right and do my thing. And I always wind up. So as you're saying, you know, you, you gotta, you're coming in. I always wind up kind of like, like I'm, um, uh, what's the right word? Like I'm, uh, uh, I, I'm jammed up in my follow through, you know, it's like, it, I'm not releasing out and through the ball and it is such a foreign, it, it's such a foreign feeling to be, to kind of go, you know, into that right hip pocket for right handers and, and then come through and swing out and through. It is such, it's just so crazy to me. And I, I, I haven't got the concept of it down yet. And, and it's really screwing me up a little bit more than it's helping me right now, but uh, understandably so. I mean, it, it, it's a very fundamental change in that, you know, really changing that path and, and how you kind of get that reverse, you know, the, the uh, you know, that Hogan arch, you know, kind of coming through in, in, in your backswing and, and pulling down and through the ball. So that uh, lag, you know, that lag, you know, uh, people talk about it, you know, and, and say, oh, you know, feel like you're pausing at the top. You know, and if you get back there and you feel like you pause, what that pause allows the club to do is drop naturally by virtue of gravity, essentially, letting it sort of fall into the slot. And that is, you know, and then we, I grip it, you know, if we grip it too tight and we get, and you try to control the situation with that, that creates the side spin. And that, that's what I've been dealing with for so long. But if I'm really committed to now is actually making that extra effort to let it drop, fall in and then and then release and then so i'm having some success and goat hill park's gonna make me a much better player so 7.2 now but if we catch up at some point in the next six to 12 months i'd like to think i'm going to be coming down as opposed to cool Oh yeah, Dan's doing the exact opposite. He's trying to get his <laughs> handicap higher. So, but but he hey, he's great. He's great in a scramble. If it's, if it's handicap, okay. Hold on, Matt. Last question for you, bud. Uh, if so, you said the next time you're having a drink, and it doesn't have to be what you're going to drink on the show. But if you're having a drink, what do you have? And it, it, it beer, wine, spirits. What you you the 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 bar is open. Woodford Old Fashioned with a couple of extra cherries. Oh, nice. Oh, look at you, man. Nice. nice. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, I do a Woodford. I, 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 for my New York 
uh, Manhattan single days. It was a dirty a Keta one martini on the rocks uh, with extra blue cheese olives. Oh yeah, that's that's what got me through my my uh, Manhattan days. Uh, <laughs> and uh, a lot of that I don't remember. So I sh- I shifted to the Woodford, and then a good bottle of Costa Brown. Uh, you know, uh, grew up with Danny Costa, who started that label. So oh. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm partial to Costa Brown, uh, Pinot Noir, which is really good. But, you know, my, my wife and I drink a lot more red wine now, mm-hmm. cab wine that, you know, we'll usually start out with a Woodford Old Fashioned and then go to red wine. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Perfect. Nice. Hey, uh, Matt Janella, it's, uh, it, it's, this has been a blast, I've had a blast man. I, I really have. And like I said, I hope this isn't, uh, I hope this is not the last time we meet virtually and uh, looking forward to meeting in person, my friend. Where How are you, guys? How you? you guys doing? How are you guys doing? What's your, what are your handicaps? What's the situation? What, what, what do you guys uh, I'm, I'm uh, 11 ish, uh, right now. So, uh, so you're definitely giving up a few strokes when we play. And I'm the highest they can get, right, Cal? Uh, let's see. Dan, Dan is uh, Dan's a three dozen ball handicap. Yeah. Nice. Yes. I like it. Yes. And and you guys live in the same area, or what's how do, what's your? No, no, no. Yeah. So so I'm in Atlanta. Dan's in Raleigh, and uh, I don't know. We've known each other for a long time, and you know, just uh, golfing events and going out and eating, and uh, obviously drinking a lot. And we were like, uh, shit, man. What's more fun than golf and booze? You know. I mean, it's like uh, fe- feeding into. Uh, 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 you know, the heartland of America, it's like, well, this has got to work out fine. Yeah. Perfect. Well, it's cool. It's a cool concept. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I love your guys' energy. You know, when you reached out, I did do the little, you know, it seems like you guys have got a great thing going. Uh, there's room for all of, you know, there's room for so many of this, so much of this, right. There's so much, uh, people who are passionate about the game, we like exchanging uh, good stories and information. And uh, so I appreciate you having me on and uh, I look forward to catching up again. And if you guys are ever in the San Diego, San Diego area, obviously let me know and we'll go play Goat Hill Park and uh, we'll have some fun. Perfect. We'll, we'll make, we'll make it a point to do that, sir. Yeah. yeah. Awesome time, Matt. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Cheers guys. I appreciate it, man. Thanks again. Okay.